Welcome, everybody. Back to Talking Gaming and Tech. We are here again, live, Tuesday. <laughs> it is 6 o'clock somewhere. 6 o'clock here, anyway. And we're going to talk about gaming, and we're going to talk about technology. And we're going to get into some really interesting stories. We had a whole, within the last, like, two weeks, this whole, like, pretty much implosion of Tarkov, which was kind of crazy. And it started with the kind of like leak of a certain video on the WAN show and kind of went like, oof, it was, it's, it's a pretty crazy story, but we'll get into it at the end of the gaming portion of the podcast. I didn't make it out with the loot, did I? Um, so, <laughs> and we also have the announcement of the Retroid Pocket Flip Clamshell Handheld Edition, which is kind of cool. And supposedly we have a rumor and a possible rendered version of a PS5 Pro that's going to be coming out in 2024. Um. Which is yeah, pretty cool. Wrong. I wish. It, well, no, the leak is probably true. It's going to come out in 2024, but the renders are probably fake. Um, no, the, the day it comes out is wrong. It's not coming out in the 24. I can guarantee you that. They're selling too good right now. They're going to wait until it slows down. Do you know that they sold four times the amount of the closest competitor in Europe alone just this month? Oh, I know. I know. No, they're killing 490,000, dude. They're not releasing a pro right now. They're going to wait until like 2025 or 26 when it slows down because they're it's selling faster and faster every month mm. yeah and you don't release a new product when your other product is still hot oh i know i know i know but yeah so we we will see and uh we also have we're going to get into so we have a new video we're making um pretty soon and i want to get into the idea and how easy it is for people to basically to manufacture their own components and stuff nowadays um so I want to get into that and the whole like prototyping process and whatnot, which is kind of cool. Uh, on the tech side, um, and kind of like a well, tech side slash uh, pop culture, if I can get this thing to load. Anyway, <laughs> um, we are going to get obviously into the last episode of The Mandalorian, episode mm-hmm. two, season three. Um, going to break down what's going to happen, what could happen, what possibly could happen, where is it leading to, all that fun stuff. Uh, also, get into Sony is going to use lasers pushed into basically projected in people's eyes that can't see that well so they can still take pictures really good so which is kind of cool and ai is going to be google's adding ai to a lot more of its features like mail and docs and everything else uh which is kind of neat uh in some regard uh it gives some neat examples of how that's going to go and apple is now on top of manufacturing their own chips they're also going to be manufacturing their own screens now too so they're really pushing for it. But they're having trouble. Yeah. Because Samsung beat them. <laughs> well, no, I know. They, they're having tri- trouble making them as good as Samsung. Yeah, yeah, Coming yeah. up with the, the tech. Um, and then we're going to get in, too. So uh, supposedly Brazil has banned the, flip it, uh, the Flipper Zero. Um, and we're going to get more into that because I recently found out after talking to a friend of ours, because uh, he's talked to the developer, stuff like that, of the Flipper. It's actually not banned in America. A lot of people speculate. That was all a big speculation because of the way it went down. Then ah. the developers didn't say anything. Um, the developers themselves took it took U.S. off the selection site because the amount of orders that were coming in from the U.S. they had to catch up with them, and they're still trying to catch up. Wow. They said once the orders are caught up, it will be available on their website to buy again for the U.S. Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, yeah. So because I know I I wanted to buy one, but I just not the money when when they first went live. Um, 
but I will be buying one when they do go live again. Um, so, which is going to be kind of cool. So, because they can do some pretty cool shit. So, but anyway, so before we get into any of those hot topics, we're going to get into what we've been up to in the last few weeks. If you haven't noticed, we haven't had a podcast out in more than a few weeks because the last time we recorded, we had a little bit of a hiccup, technical difficulties. Uh, some of the sound did not come out that great and there was really no way to save it. Um, so, and if you're watching us live, we're actually on Twitch right now. We're not on any of the other platform streaming, um, mostly because we're the main software used for some reason being really buggy. We couldn't get linked to it. Uh, so we're just really, we're just streaming right to Twitch instead, um, which is fine. This is what we used to do, uh, but we're not streaming to like Facebook and all that right now. So that's what it is. Um, and so before we get into any of that, so what has everybody been up to? So Grim, what have you been playing in the last like few weeks? Since we did this podcast, like three weeks or so. Uh, let's see. Okay, first I played finish up the second half of the Dragon Quest campaign. <laughs> um, then I fit. Then I um, played. Oh, let me rewrite a quarter of what I finished up again because I came up with better ideas. Uh. Um, then I played a little bit of the finals. Games are right, but they need to balance it because there's a lot of stupid shit in it. Mm-hmm. Like fuck, people going stealth and then one shotting you. Oh, melee people taking five hundred rounds to the head and then meleeing you down. <laughs> just things that the game is cool as hell. It's just things need to be adjusted. Stupid stuff. Um, since I probably won't be here for the media section, considering how absolute ill I sound, uh, feel, I'll say. Um, also, I caught up and watched all of Attack on Titan up to the. The, the recent one hour movie that they did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that just came out that's like the second to last part of the show. That yeah. was super cool. The things they've done in that show, basically turning the main good character into the bad guy by the end, mm. and yet you still feel bad for his character. Like, that show is effing amazing, dude. <laughs> um, just started watching Vinland Saga season two now that it's dubbed. Yes. Well, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna watch it dubbed. I don't want to watch it dubbed. But yeah. Yeah. Well, I watch it with Aaron because I made Aaron watch it and she kind of liked it. So ah. That and um, Demon Slayer will be watched dubbed mm. because she likes them. Um. Anything else? Apparently, he's playing something because all I can hear is his keyboard. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Actually, no. That's just me shit posting. That's me shit posting on um. Oh. On Twitter, <laughs> at stupid Xbox people. <laughs> like incredibly stupid Xbox people. Um, yeah, other than that, nothing super ill today. I called out of work for tomorrow already because I, I'm done. Oh, and I, I think I fixed my computer, but at the same time, I don't know. It still has that sound that I think is coil line on the mm -hmm. graphics card. Yeah. Some GPUs but, have more coil line than others. Well, yeah, if I turn the frame rates up past like 60 in certain games and 140 in other ones, you can hear it. Mm -hmm. But, um, the good side is apparently it wasn't overheating because it was something broken it was overheating because um one of the thick tubes from the uh radiator the uh, air cooler yeah the aio yep, yep i guess during shipment had slid in between the 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 unit and the fan that blows into to my um cpu drive and the fan wasn't moving yeah. so there was no cool air being blown onto the cpu Jeez. at all 
Well, so it doesn't... I hope I didn't cause any real like permanent damage. Well, I well, have no issue, so I don't think I did. Well, what it, it doesn't blow. Okay, so it blows across the chipset because you you have an AIO, um, which is water cooled. But it probably wasn't doing was pushing enough cold air through the radiator to cool your CPU down, which means hot air was being circulated back onto your CPU. Yeah, the point being, the point being, yeah. like now when I put my hand on the side where the CPU is, it's cool, and I feel cool air like an air conditioner. Yeah. Before I wasn't getting any of that because the fan wasn't moving. So like I said, I don't know. You guys know more than me. If I had done any real damage, would I know? Yeah. Like I'd be having issues with like latency and shit. No, or you just, just like, wouldn't boot. <laughs> no, there are some people that you can call. No, there are some people that said uh, on on forums that said you can cause minimal damage to the CPU and cause like issues with running stuff, but it doesn't completely kill the CPU. That's rare. That's super rare. Yeah. Usually Windows does not like it if a CPU is not running like pretty much 100%. So, yeah. <laughs> it's, like I, yeah. Some stuff running to check it out the other day. And and what was the last thing? Oh, and we also played, Um, we had a night of a thousand uh, rats as we played. So, <laughs> that was, was a lot of rats. The night of a thousand rats. I thought it was great, dude. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> How was it after I left, though? Um, my computer crashed from the heat thing. Oh. And then not, and then that was when I decided I was going to take it apart and take a look at it. Oh, okay. Um, probably going to stream Friday night because you asked me. That's mm -hmm. probably when I'm going to do my thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. What are you going to play? So, I don't know. Like I, I kind of want to play this new, a couple like newer games, but I gotta find free stuff. So I'll let you know beforehand. All right. Just not today or tomorrow because I am, feel like hammer shit and I just want to sleep. Mm -hmm. yeah. so. All right. So I, uh, I played with him. It was uh, Vermintide Two. Okay. We played. Yeah. That's what and. Uh, that goes thousand rats. <laughs> yeah. We have uh, definitely got a plague. Um. And then uh, I've been playing a lot of my arcade machine. I got an oh, arcade, yeah, yeah. Game, arcade yeah. Legends Ultimate, and we streamed a TikTok. We yeah, we streamed we it to TikTok. It, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we what? What do you call soft modded it? Yeah, you soft modded. Well, not really modded. You just even, added, you yeah, added, added games. games. Yeah, added games. You but, added games to it. So, but yeah, we installed a a hard drive with like all the games. Yeah. So, yeah, we will be doing a stream to TikTok again pretty soon uh on there so now that if we have you, all the games and if you haven't checked us out on tiktok um go check us out on tiktok same thing <laughs> tech prime media yep. um we do we're gonna be posting we do post normally shorts there and stuff and we do live stream from there um we're not far away from three thousand uh subscribers so if you haven't gone over go over and subscribe up there yeah go follow so, us check out our vids yeah um and when we hit three thousand we're gonna get more abilities, so it's just gonna be cool. Yeah, uh, we'll be able to do more stuff. Yeah, we're at twenty seventy six right now. Yeah, and when we hit three thousand, the government's gonna go through with banning it and screw us over. So I actually, I've mostly been playing. Uh, basically, I've been playing Guilty Gear, and I've been playing a little Call of Duty. <sighs> uh, but um, mostly because I realized the season two they added another sniper rifle, so I had to access oh, that real yeah. quick. So actually, I mostly did. I just access that next sniper rifle. Uh, just to mess around with it. I played a little bit of that a couple um, weeks ago because I wanted to unlock the uh, the new whatever it is. The new what? The new battle pass. Oh, the new battle pass. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, no. I had like fourteen hundred points or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. From the other one. Yeah. 
Yeah, from the last battle pass. Which yeah. It, yeah, you can just keep on getting the next battle pass by doing that. Um, you got to keep playing, though. <laughs> and I haven't played it. You do have to keep on playing. Um, and that's the only thing. Because I'm, like, max level on a lot of stuff, so it's getting boring. <laughs> yeah. And I also was playing... I was playing a little bit of Duel of DNF, Duel, um, which is... It's a cool fighting game. It's a really cool fighting game. It has a wicked complex system. Um, and it's based on a South Korean anime uh, that's fairly popular. And it's the game's fairly popular in South Korea. Uh, it's not super, super popular. Um, and there's not a lot of, like, lobbies and shit. Um, so I decided, hell, I'll just jump in one. And, oh, my God, yeah, that's, 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 <laughs> that is a learning curve that's way too steep. Um, like, everybody I fought was, like, way ahead of me in that, like, the com- like learning the complexities of the game. I was like, holy shit. Uh, <laughs> so yeah uh i wish it was more popular over here um but it's just it's a very it's a niche kind of game but it's a really good it's a really well done fighting game though um but a lot of people right now obviously are getting hyped up for uh street fighter 6 oh yeah uh which is only a few months away which i'll definitely wow. be playing um I'll wait for Tekken. so which is gonna be pretty cool so um, so I've been actually, that's actually, I was playing actually yesterday. I was playing some street fighter five, um, because mostly, and I'm going to get into that later cause, uh, I was mostly just testing out stuff and whatnot, uh, because we're going to be building another fight stick. Well, I bought, we're going to be technically eventually going to be building five, uh, but we're going to be doing building two of them. Uh, but I have other plans for the other three, uh, PCBs I have. So that I had to have manufacturing cause the minimum you can have manufactured is five. Uh, so and that's understandable because the sheet of PCB they have to use. So well, the sheets of like copper, pretty much, and plastic. Um, that's what I've been doing. Anyway, so let's get into this first topic, which is so the PS5 Pro in development could release uh, late 2024. Uh, gaming sources have confirmed that the PS5 Pro is in development and could release within a tentative release date of late 2024. Uh, Insider Gaming previously reported that a new PS5 with uh, detectable disk detachable disk drive is scheduled to release later this year. Detachable disk drive. Detachable. Yes, this has been speculated for a while, and I guess now it's kind of confirmed because I remember hearing about this a lot. And we never brought it on the podcast, so there wasn't a really full complete confirmation of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and people try to see if you could just take out the drive on the PS5 and run it, and it won't boot. If you try to take off the PS, if you take the drive out of the PS5 and try to boot it, it won't boot it because it has a certain circuit in there that it actually looks for uh, when it boots up. Mm-hmm. And you can do, okay, uh, one guy I got to do, I think it was Tektronix. I'm not sure. It might have been Tektronix or it might have been the other guy. Uh, actually found that chip, took it off another PS5, put it on the other one and got it to boot without the drive. A non, a, a, a PS5 that came with the drive without a drive. It's possible, but it's a little bit of a pain in the ass. Um, but, a detachable drive would be really cool. Like if you wanted to just buy it later. Yeah. Like I buy the discless drive and then later on when you have lower money, you can buy the disc one. You can I get suppose. the disc for it. Um, and I think a it's a HD it's, DVD right there. Yeah. Which is kind of cool because then you can get like, you get definitely get more sales that way. If you're able to like, well, I only have this much money right now and I want a PS five. Well, you're going to get those people. And then later on when they have my money, Oh, now I want a disc. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I think it'll it'll boost sales easily. I think they should come with at least a two terabyte drive. Yeah. Um. 
And it's funny, I saw one video. One guy tried to, he figured out a way to hook up a graphics card to it. He hooked up a 4092. Wow. <laughs> obviously, the PlayStation didn't recognize it. Uh, it was just a goofy video. That's, yeah. <laughs> but it did recognize it, obviously. It booted up and stuff. just didn't recognize it. Uh, it was funny, though. So they're thinking a possibility of late 2024. Yes, late 2024. Mm. Um, we need to, uh, they need to figure out what they're doing with the Switch. Well, there is going to be a new switch. It's uh, well, we don't yeah, know. The question is why? Um, because uh, like, well, they've they've got no games like coming out. Yeah, really. there's nothing. There's no big lineups coming, which is why, like, and what the hell are you talking about? There's nothing. There's no. There's no big games besides the... besides Zelda. What's, uh, what's Zelda's coming out? But there's no like. They're, like if you look at the main push out coming up in the next couple of years, it's very minimal for a switch from the past years. So um, the speculation is that it's going to be coming really soon because this is usually Nintendo's MO when they're about to release a system is the Bayonetta the, Origins, Altaria Rise, Bayonetta Origins. Really? Yeah, no, there's a there's a handful, but I'm saying the, but the percentage is uh, distinctly Trinity lower. Trigger. Nah. Uh, distinctly lower. Reboot. Yeah, we know about all this. Yeah, I could go on if you want. Yeah, but it's no, no. But, but we're not talking about what they. Are. We're talking about the percentages, though. Like big third um, part. I mean, first part. No, so. what you're talking about is the same thing that Xbox douchebags use to defend their terrible opinions. Oh, I don't care Just about that. Just because you don't think it's big doesn't mean it's going not going to be big. Things sell differently on Switch. Zelda is massive. But they have a bunch of games that are still going to sell that hardware coming out from now to 2024. They sure they need to get new hardware out eventually. But again, like I said before we started the show, when I, not before when you brought up the pro thingy, and I said it, there's no way it's still selling gangbusters. So they are not in any rush. They will not rush until sales start going down. That's how the industry works. And when you say something like they don't have anything big, I laugh because what's big? No, no, no. I, we didn't mean big no, like I'm that. Say, I'm just oh, saying. We didn't mean big like that. What first party games we are they coming out? We with? didn't mean big like that. So, but they don't. Uh, to see you move the goalposts. Who cares if it's first party? Sony's got like nine huge third party games that are coming out only to PlayStation this year. Does that mean they don't count? Yeah, I'm not talking about Sony. No, we're not talking about Sony. Same, but... thing, for, same thing for Nintendo. Yeah. People buy Nintendo different games for Nintendo. That's why you see games like Kirby selling gangbusters. They're just different types of games. Yeah, no, no, but I'm supposedly talking about because I'm going by from what other people that are like have looked at. These are insider like people that work with. Like that's all they, is, Dude, all they do Digimon is all they do. Digimon is going to sell millions on that system. Yeah, um, there you go. No, but I'm talking about other insiders that have that all they do is report on Nintendo. Um, they're showing that the percentage is getting to the point where it's low, like when they change systems, and they're speculating either they're just haven't announced a whole lot or they're gearing up to announce the next system fairly soon. Uh, well, see, that's a different story. If you're telling so, me they're gearing up of their own accord, fine. But they're not doing it because they have to. Mm. Like, they're not in the situation where they're like, if we don't do this, we're going to stop selling. They can go until the end of 2024 without worrying at least. Oh, yeah, no. Their sales have been so goddamn good. No, I'm not saying, like, they're going to have games on the Switch, too. Like, even when the next Switch comes out, if it even is a Switch. The Switch is already six years old. Yeah. Um, they're already, you mean, and so it's it's going to happen, and it's going to happen fairly soon. I think the speculation is fairly right. I think within, possibly by the end of this year, Nintendo will announce the next system. 
Um, I think like, I don't think I don't think it's anytime soon for PlayStation or Xbox to no, renew. But um, oh, I, I I can tell you right now, you're looking soon. at two and a half years before the next Xbox comes. If you saw oh, yeah. the sales that I saw today, they, either the next Xbox comes immediately soon, or they get lucky and get that that um, what do you call it? Uh, the deal through, mm-hmm. or they just stop. Yeah, I'm not kidding you when I tell you that the last month is so laughably bad it's worse than the xbox one sales ratio yeah it's, the it's, yeah, it's, it's actually really bad no the I was sales talking, numbers I was, are freaking terrible dude no i was talking to someone else about that i uh, worked at it and it was yeah it's it's really bad and the fact that nintendo uh, that sony now has a complete like their production is like ramped up to like a thousand for uh models they're on full tilt for ma- manufacturing they can pump out ps5 like it's water now also, can, can we just so point out real quick? Because about a year ago, people were really, really, really running their mouths about the uh, PlayStation sales performance in Japan. And over the last year, they have they have sold so well that they are on pace to catch up with the PS2 sales in Japan. Oh yeah, no, easily. And they uh, a lot of people are surprised. This is the first year they they surpassed the Switch, which was crazy, um, which is insane. They're doing like super well over there. Yeah. Right here, monthly hardware sales worldwide. Are you ready? 117K. Yeah, no. The Switch, 390K. The PlayStation, 426K. Mm-hmm. That is how far behind. The, the PS4 is at 90K. They're 20K behind the, X, the new Xbox. Yeah. Well, that's because the PS4. That's it? Yeah. Oh. It's a PS4. And oh, PS4. 20K. Yeah. Well, the the P- PS4 is 20K behind. Think about that. Yeah, the PS4 had not. I think the PS4 when it launched didn't have as many good games that when it launched though. That's the thing. So. No, I'm just saying like for this monthly sales, the old mm. gen hardware just almost outsold the new gen Xbox. Oh yeah, that which is still which is, what what is crazy is how expensive the PlayStation 4 still is. Yeah, no, I know <laughs> it's um, like three hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, you can get an Xbox for two hundred. Yeah, I'm sure. It's, well, how much is this the the stupid Xbox? A lot of the, people the, buy the that. Xbox is two hundred, and then the other one's like three or something. A, a lot of people buy that. The Series X. The Series X, not for what you think. I mean, the Series S. The Series S. For yeah. for for, for rem- putting it in developer mode. Yeah. They, they, I like, know I have a track record of crapping all over Xbox, so it just sounds like I'm crapping all over them. But dude, I, I can smell. I have it. not seen. <laughs> I have not seen numbers that bad since the Dreamcast era. So, and I'm talking about like when a, when the Dreamcast was on its last leg, its sales dropped so low that people. You were just like, what? Yeah, no, I'm debating on buying uh, an Xbox Series S um, because it's cheaper than buying an all-in-one, the small uh, full, like PCs, like the full small oh, Ryzen yeah, yeah, PCs. Yeah. It's actually cheaper, and it can run emulators better. Um, and if I bought one of those and just made that my main entertainment center emulation machine, that would be awesome. RGT85 actually bought one of those. Somebody should have told him about the Series S. He probably knows, but didn't think about I'm it. I'm sure he knows. Um, but because uh, he he's uh, selling his most of his collection. Yeah, I know. There's he's done with it. Well, yeah, you get bored of it eventually. Yeah, uh, and you only want to have certain things. Um, no, like for instance, like uh, Modern Vintage Gamer. That's like his main emulation machine now. Is just the Xbox Series S. A lot of people are like one guy did something really cool. He took it apart and built a new housing for it out of wood. It looks really cool. The, um, the only thing with 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 those like consoles is that's something that I would need like the correct controller for. 
Like if I'm playing NES, I want that. NES well, yeah, but you can hook. You can hook. Um, yeah, I mean, have to get USB. Well, ones or that's something. what's great with. A, well, that's what's great about. Um, what do you call it? Eight bit though. Like all their controllers oh, yeah. work with everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's what's actually pretty awesome about them. All right, let's get into this real quick. So Retroid Pocket Flip Clamshell Emulator. What do you call it? <laughs> Handheld Emulator officially revealed. So you have the Retroid Two. I have the two. Yes. Yes. Um, this is the. Retroid Pocket Flip, which is like the DS edition. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a flip edition, so they're trying to make it look like a DS. I kind of like it. I just the analog well, sticks. It actually looks more like a Game Boy SP, actually. No, it's 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 actually it's uh it's wide. It's not. It, that's how wide it is. Oh, okay. It looks really it, short. From that angle, it looks it like really it's short, yeah. It, yeah. From that angle, it looks like it, but it's actually wide, like a. The only thing I don't like is how like the the. The screen has like this weird like concaveness to it, but that's well, that, the concaveness is for those buttons. No, no, no. I mean, the on the screen, the screen itself, the shell for the screen is concave, goes in on the edges, like the bezels concave. It goes in. Yeah, that's so the buttons can go in the screen. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I know. <laughs> um, but the analog sticks are sliders, which sucks. Yeah. Like on a DS. Yeah. The three DS. I mean, some people like those. Eh. If you like it, you like it. Uh, so I'm sure it'll do well. The hand, these handhelds have been doing really well. Yeah. Uh, like all of, all of the brands pretty much. There's so, just too many coming out. Cause I want to get a um, new one. Obviously Amberneck does like some of the best. And so does, uh, pow kitty does like, they, cra- just, they just released a new one. Pow kitty does crazy sales. Like they have some of the highest quality pow- ones. Um, pow, I, um, uh, the next, I want, <laughs> I'm thinking about getting the next, the, the, was it the full, the, I forget they, they called it XL or whatever. It's a big one. Um, <laughs> That's like a really wide screen. It's really cool. The Pow Kitty one. I actually I wanted that that the the the, the mini one. Oh, the one that sold out in like a day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pow Kitty ghost dropping a new RK twenty twenty three here. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That That's what the hell though. was that, like that? The the mini ones by another brand. What the hell is the name of that company? That's um, the other it's one. Like Miku Mini or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those disappeared. Like holy shit, those sold fast. The first editions did. They were really small too. Yeah, they're, they're perfect. They yeah. would be perfect. Yeah, they don't play like PlayStation, but they play everything up 16 bit. Yeah, they do. And uh, I wanted one so bad, the Mayu Mini or something like that. Yeah. Oh, those. Yeah, a lot of these things like move so fast. Uh, The same Mayu Mini. Yeah, the Mayu Mini. Oh, I wanted the the clear one. The clear. Yeah, those things are so cool. (laughs) Oh man, the screen was amazing on those things. Oh. Yeah, they're they're freaking great. So, but. Yeah, it's what it is, though. I mean, yeah, the, I'm sure there's going to be more and more come out. Eventually, they're going to do a ramp up in production. They'll have them everywhere. That's happens with a lot of these things. Um, and the same thing, like Amberneck puts out so many that are really good. Uh, and they're coming out with a version. They just came out with a newer version of the handheld I, uh, handheld I have a, the uh, 351V. They have the 351-2 now. I think it's the 351-2V. Uh, but, yeah, these things are, like, becoming, like, super, super popular. Uh, and they're just getting more and more powerful, uh, which is really cool, um, because they'll easily be able to run everything up to like GameCube and like P- like in some of the other ones I've seen can run PS2 now, which is pretty the, cool. The, the, the handhelds, yeah. That new one that I just showed you, the uh, the Pow Kitty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Pow Kitty. <laughs> that, can one run. that one can run. To be able to play GameCube. Yeah. Like, so wow. yeah, that's really cool. Um, so it won't be hard. They're just getting more and more powerful. Mm-hmm. And there's there's they're still relatively cheap too. Yeah, they don't they at the most they go for three hundred dollars. 
these Mayus and the Pow Kitties are like under a hundred. No, the the more the the bigger Pow Kitties are around three hundred dollars. I haven't seen those. Okay, yeah. can we move on? Because I can't hear that stupid name again. <laughs> what Pow Kitty? It's so stupid. Pow Pow. Mayu. Mayu. Mayu and a Retroid Bucket. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So one quick story because the next story is gonna be kind of kind of long a little bit. So. We're doing a video pretty soon. I talked about it earlier in the intro. Uh, we're going to be building a fight stick. And so this time I decided to build it from scratch, pretty much, if you want to say that. Um, so, and the way we did this is that I looked up uh, circuit board plans uh, on GitHub and was looking them up and along with other forms and stuff. And I found a GitHub from a guy who did develop a PCB uh, for a fight stick called the Flatbox. Um, and I took that PCB and I ran it into, and I looked up how to use KeyCAD. Um, basically, made some minor changes that I wanted, uh, not anything crazy because I don't want to screw up anything because I don't know a whole lot about designing a circuit board yet. Um, and then I went to, I was looking up websites, and a lot of people obviously, you hear the ad for PCB Way everywhere. Mm, I think every yeah. damn YouTuber has a damn <laughs> marketing thing for them or a sponsorship yeah. through them which is kind of cool. But the other one you don't see a lot, there's only a few YouTubers that have it, I've seen a couple, um, is JLC uh, PCB, uh, which I found is actually, uh, I found for one, uh, what's his face, uh, Strange Parts did a tour of their uh, facility like a few years ago, before COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, and their facility is like, holy crap, it's it. they are on point with what they do, uh, which is why I was impressed. And then I looked at their prices, and I was like, wow, their prices are actually a little better than PCB way. Um, and their interface to actually set up and what you want stuff like that, I think is designed a little better too on their website, their user interface for their website on how to actually build something. Um, so that I went through the process of actually uploading the plans for the PCB. Uh, you could, what's cool is you can select the color of the PCB uh, you want, and there's a whole bunch of colors, but I chose purple because I never seen, I never see, you never see purple PCBs. Yeah, I've seen red and green. Yeah, uh, but yeah, they have black, white, blue, purple, red. Uh, green there's a whole every color you can pretty much think of uh so i went and got those plans set off and had them and you can also what you can do now actually and pcb way does as well you could have them put on the service mount components which is really cool you just tell them what ones you need put on and boom they'll put them on for you all the service mount components they'll source the materials for you they'll source the chips and put them on for you uh which is pretty cool and they were super cheap every chip was like only like less than like 30 cents um, but the, obviously the one thing is though, they're a big manufacturing plant, huge. This place takes up like more than a city block. Uh, it's a giant, giant building. Um, you have to get a minimum of five manufactured. Oh yeah. yeah. And that's the one thing difference I found on PCB way. You have to get a minimum of 10 on PCB way. Mm. Uh, so in this, you can get a minimum of five. Um, and that's because it's a giant sheet of copper. Like they're not going to print one circuit board out for, you know I mean? And waste the rest of it. That's going to kind of silly. Uh, which is fine because we're going to build eventually five fight sticks, but we're going to do a video. We're going to build two. Um, and the stuff came like super easy. I didn't, I did that. And also the housing. So, uh, the same guy also developed a 3d print housing for it. Um, which is kind of cool. And I am actually going to be buying a 3d printer so I can actually do those, that side of it myself later on. Um, but I went, you can send the 3d printed, uh, plans to them and they'll print them out and send them to you as well. Uh, and they are super high quality print. Holy shit. The, these are really well, like, uh, like 3d printed parts. Uh, the buttons and the housing is like perfect. It's immaculate. Uh, so I will be using them in the future, probably for circuit boards, but I do want to do my own 3d printing. 
uh, and learn how to do that, even though they did do a really good job. And it was here in like literally less than a week. It took them two days to build everything and then three days to ship it out and get it here from Hong Kong. It, it was great. super fast. Get that uh, 3D printer, a whole new form of DIY right there. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. We can, yeah, we can manufacture stuff ourselves and parts and everything else, uh, which is really, really cool. But any kind of circuit boards, I eventually, I am in the future. Once I learn more how to design a circuit board, I am going to fully design one myself. And obviously, and I, that way I can actually screen print. I can put Tech Prime Media on the screen print and everything. Oh, wow, that'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be really so. I didn't really change too much and I didn't change the screen printing on this because I want to give credit to the guy who actually originally developed it. Uh, and it is screen printed on the PCB, uh, his GitHub page. So, which is pretty cool. So, um, be sure eventually that video is going to be coming out probably a while from now, probably not for a month or so, because we still got to set up plans with uh, filming with someone else because we're going to teach somebody how to solder actually for the first time. Um, and he, he's really into fighting games. So, he's also going to get one of the fighting six. So, I call him, you can have one uh, after we get him building it. So, um, but yeah, if you need something manufactured, this is the best way to do it. And if you just want to get into it and you want to learn how to do it, definitely look it up. And if you're into it, it's super easy. And the fact that you don't have to bother with surf mounts components, like surf mount components are a pain in the ass to solder sometimes. And if you have someone else do it, just like they just do it right there. Just, they have a giant press that pretty much just like, they put all the parts on it just goes, and it's done. Is that the it, sound it makes? It's well, it's a giant, it's, it's, it's or so. It so they put the PCB in this machine and it's this little tiny robot hand that just like pretty much just grabs each one like super fast. It's really cool to watch cool. Uh, when uh, Strange Parts went over there and actually when he, well, he lived in China at the oh, time. Wow. He doesn't live in China anymore. He lives over in the Midwest somewhere now because uh, he moved back during COVID and he never went back. So, cool. um, but yeah, so yeah, I think it's really cool and I definitely recommend JLC uh, PCB. Or PCB way, that is. Anyway. <laughs> so, last topic is really crazy. So, this start topic. So, uh, Tarkov had a mass exodus uh, because um, this guy exposed how bad the cheating was. And it started with the WAN show. So, the WAN show is a show. It's a podcast by Linus uh, Tech Tips, uh, which is mostly hosted by Linus and Luke. Um, and a friend of his, Goat, who was a YouTuber, Ly uh, Luke's friend, uh, was going was he knew he was planning this video and he already talked about he was planning this video where he's gonna come out and show him cheating but he wasn't like he cheated but like he ran the cheats uh, but didn't kill anybody and didn't do any progression in the game at all okay he was using it to show other cheaters and to make a video about it uh, so he bought the cheats because you can easily just buy these cheats they're super cheap um, and install them and running them yourself and the problem the thing he wanted to point out was that this cheat he was using has not been detected for over three years. Three, wow. Three years. So he was getting pissed because it's not fun anymore to play the well, game. No. Um, and his video was called, obviously, The Wiggle That Killed Targoff, which is true. Uh, so obviously they leaked the video on, uh, Luke did on the WAN show live, and then the video went live actually during WAN show. It has over like a million views or whatever, more than like 2.2 million views. Uh, and then everybody was seeing this. Uh, he got a lot of flack at first from Tarkov viewers and obviously people that were cheating. Um, even the developers at first were pissed at him. Why? Because they have, because they have to deal with the fallout. Oh, uh, but the thing is though, you should have had, you should have dealt with this. 
as developers, you should have dealt with this. It's been three years. You had an undetected cheat going on that you were told about over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And the wiggle, the why it's called the wiggle that killed Tarkov. So he found out by watching people, watching other cheaters, um, if a cheater, to spot another cheater, they'll do this like weird like wiggle back and forth to say, hey, I'm a cheater too, don't kill me. Oh. Yeah, and it's <laughs> everywhere. Speech. It's everywhere. Like, it's literally over, like, around 80% of the people playing are cheaters. Oh, wow. That's like, uh, there was uh, an episode of... Uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. What? Okay, never mind. There was, there was <laughs> a... I thought I misunderstood you. I was going to be like, so they're just not, they're working together because that's not technically cheating. No, no, but no. They were just like, hey, I'm a cheater too. Don't kill me. Yeah. <laughs> so there was, a, there was an episode of uh, that Viva Loader League based yeah. on the Tarkov logic. And they were like, we can't read, we don't know who you are, so we need to figure out a way to make you know who you are. And that's one of the things they did. They were like, okay, if it, to, to show who we are, we're going to do like a little wiggle. So they were probably bouncing off this video. No, that was a long time ago. Oh, it was. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. That video oh, was okay, 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 okay. Right. Never mind. But they, they, they did a little, some weird dance or something. It was funny, though. So I wonder if the cheaters took it from their video then. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. That's so weird. Anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah, he exposed this and exposed how bad this was. Um, he also, in his video, talked to, uh, in his follow-up video, he talked to developers and stuff that actually make other other games that host like first-person shooters and stuff like that. Because um, after exposing this was like, holy crap. And his video caused like the community, like hordes of people stopped playing Tarkov, like by the thousands. Oh, wow. After that video went live, they were like, they had no clue the cheating was that bad. Mm-hmm. And then that was completely exposed. Like, and they're people like, I'm not playing this game until they fix it. It's just not going to happen. Uh, and tons of people stopped playing. Even Luke said he stopped playing it uh, because of the cheats. Wow. Uh, and that's his favorite, literally his favorite game. Yeah. Well, that's the problem um, with most online games these days. Um. So, but the thing is, though, he went and talked to developers of other first person shooters uh, on his next video, uh, mm-hmm. this guy, Goat. And he found out, like, for instance, like, Battle Eye is what Tarkov uses. And a lot of them said, yes, a lot of us still also use Battle Eye, but you can't just have one form of protection. Oh, they're using multiple? You have to use at least two or three, they said. They said, we, and he ta- they, a lot of them would talk about their second one, and they said, we have another one we can't tell you because we don't want you to find out what else we're using. Yeah. Uh, and I can, I'm not going to talk about it on this, like, stream talking to you because it helps us. It stops It stops a lot of them. Um, they said a lot, of, obviously... People will get by it still, but it's a very small percentage. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's funny, so, okay, on his initial video, so Riot's own anti-cheat software yep. um, was, like, like when he went to install the cheats for Tarkov, it said, if you have whatever games from Riot installed, please uninstall it because their anti-cheat will detect the cheats in this game. That's oh. how good Riot's anti-cheat is. <laughs> it will detect cheats in other games. Wow. So I guess Riot is actually not, the people that make anti-cheat for Riot are actually possibly in, there's a rumor there in talks now with the people that make Tarkov, which is, should be a good thing because like, that's incredible. Like, yeah. if your anti, if your anti-cheat software in your game detects cheats in other people's games, you're doing something right. <laughs> it's like, what's that smell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah and that's the main thing you have to have multiple lines of defense which is insane and I guess there are there there is things that are going to be put in place now there the developers are 
working on it. Um, they're hope to have a plan. They're supposed to make a statement. I don't know, but we'll see. I am sure they're going to keep uncovering this on the WAN show. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I recently, because I want to find out what happened, even though I'm not really into, I haven't really played a whole lot of Tarkov or anything, but like, it's interesting now. And I went and subscribed to go to see, just to follow up, to make sure I check on his follow-up videos that he's been doing. There's, there's a, a VR version of this now. It's yeah. not the same com- same people, but it's a VR Tarkov. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, there's been other games that have the same style too. Yeah. Which is, he talked to those developers, there's other games that do the same kind of playability, like the whole like loot and like DMC, escape. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, the downside of this. Okay. So, okay, he installed these cheats. And so a whole bunch of people told him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he wanted to supposedly do an interview with the people that made the cheats. Oh. So he contacted them. Okay. This was a bad deal. This was a bad move. And even Luke told him, all his friends told him, hey, when you're done doing those, when you're done filming all the cheats, wipe your entire computer. Oh, yeah. Wipe everything off that computer and reinstall it. <laughs> okay? He didn't do that. Because the one thing, and I, yeah, and this has been known forever, uh, when you buy cheats, a lot of these people that make the cheats have background software running. On um, this one, it was a rootkit. And it installed a rootkit onto his uh, computer. And as soon as those developers found out who he was and what he used and what account he used to buy those cheats and everything and found out everything about him, they fried two of his uh, M.2 drives. Literally fried. He went to boot his computer, uh, uh, went to reboot his computer because he... It, this he, guy? The guy, Goat, yeah. Wow. Two M.2 drives, two uh, two different... Ter- yeah, he had two ter- one terabyte uh, M.2 drives in, both completely fried. Wow. Like the memory modules are gone. They will not work again. Wow. And they're, and they're not putting things on TikTok, huh? <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So this is like, yeah, don't like, oh my God. Like, yeah, that's one he, and he's like, he's like, I know I screwed up. I know I screwed up. Uh, but yeah. Wow. And this is the scarier thing now. So he got lucky. So uh, the other day, the first virus was discovered, not from this, just in general, discovered hidden in pre-BIOS. The first virus ever made? No, no, no. The first virus to exist that survived a complete system wipe, even BIOS, up, BIOS wipe. Okay. The first virus to survive that. What was has been made? I can't remember the name of it, but they, it was recently discovered. How? Huh? How does it, it connect itself to the BIOS? It no, there's already so there's already malware and stuff that can already hide in BIOS. That's been around. Wow. But there is now malware and viruses that can hide pre-BIOS, which I don't even know. Hiding in your head, you don't which even know it's there. You would, <laughs> you would literally have to replace like the system chipset to get rid of that. Where it's hiding the whole motherboard, right? It, you, I would just replace the whole motherboard and fucking burn it. Does the motherboard have its own memory bank? Yes. Yeah. Okay, because I was about to say you couldn't actually put a but, fucking virus into a non-memory bank. Well, no, it has a, but it's supposed to be when it reboots that memory is supposed to wipe and set for the BIOS. Yeah, uh, I which was is which is how. That's not my point, Nate. I understand what you're saying. Oh. I was just asking. Because if there's no such thing as a memory on the motherboard, 
then there's no such thing as a as a anything that can be installed to the motherboard. Yeah, it well, has to have some sort of memory for it. It's, to be not, it's not a lot, but there's something there. There's some. It's very very yeah. minimal, and it's supposed to be. It's because it doesn't matter how minimal, but it has to be there. That's my point. Yeah, yeah. like I can't, I can't install a memory into your brain, Nate, if your brain doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so like mm-hmm. even you can have a motherboard, but if there's nothing that can be installed, no memory on that motherboard, then you can't install anything on the motherboard. Yeah, but I don't think it, it has I, to be something there. I don't know if it was completely revealed, but it was. It, I don't know if it was hiding in the in the actual chipset or if it was hiding in the RAM. Um, but it's one, well, it's, way, it's somewhere, it, it's somewhere it was hiding. That's supposed to basically, they figured out a way to tell the motherboard basically when the power, basically some sort of power has to be still going through somehow, uh, or something to keep that memory there somehow. I'm not sure how they're doing it, but holy shit, that's pretty crazy to have something there pre BIOS. Like, holy, that's just <laughs> and it's just it's something that's just never been thought of before either. Oh, but the Chinese can't come up with ways to have TikToks and information. Back. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, that's like super scary. Like friggin' to like to the point where you're like, wow, I just have to replace my motherboard. I'm screwed. That's why I'd be very careful. Like, cause you know what the you know what a program needs to install something pre BIOS. All they need is system administrator access, and you know how they get that by installing any software as soon as you run an executable and give it the ability to install it now has admin access and it can install pre-bios if it can find a way so be very careful what you install people do not just go install willy-nilly or some shady website that's why i only go on shady websites with my macbook (laughs) (laughs) so don't worry Brzezinga. porn is so like (laughs) Oh, 20th century that you don't have to worry about it anymore. They're, they're not even bothering with it. It's, 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 it's so normal now. <laughs> yeah, they're not even bothering with it. They're going deeper now. <laughs> oh. Viruses to porn mean literally nothing now. <laughs> Actually, do you know what the number one intact websites are that have viruses on them right now? It's not porn. Well, I, I wasn't going to say that. Uh, YouTube? Nope. What? TikTok. Re- no religious foundation no, websites TikTok oh. because the <laughs> Chinese government steals your information. Yeah, nobody, no. nobody, nobody goes no. on their computer for no, TikTok. It, yeah, it's religious foundation uh, websites because those are the people that are gullible for it. Oh, well, yeah, that's the thing. People, people that go to porn know what they're doing. Usually <laughs> they can't get them. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yes, Jesus. That's what they're going for. <laughs> <laughs> They've been there, done that. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, uh, Okay. Okay. As we end the portion of this podcast, the gaming portion, we're going to move on to tech and pop culture. But before that, I'd like to tell you about our sponsor. So, Diddly Grounds Coffee. Great coffee. (laughs) Hold on. Is it that great? This is that great. I just laid my iPad. (laughs) All right. Let me tell you about our sponsor. So, Diddly Grounds Coffee is our sponsor. And I always. Have coffee with me every podcast. Every podcast, I have coffee with me right here. It it, it doesn't fail. It doesn't fail. So every episode, usually you'll see them in YouTube videos. So and lately, I always have Deadly Grounds coffee with me as well. And Hell's Fury is my coffee of choice right now. I definitely is recommend. It spicy? No. Does it burn coming out? <laughs> it's, it, it, it's 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 a dark. Roast. It's, it's, it's a, really good. Is it fire? <laughs>
Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. And our podcast is also brought to you by the Dorkening Podcast Network with a ton of absolutely great podcasts on their website. Go check them out if you're a fan of podcasts and just need something to listen to during the day, like myself when I'm at work. I love listening to podcasts. It makes the day go by so much faster. And the Dorkening Podcast Network has so many great ones on there. So whatever you're into, whatever you like to kind of take in as you're doing monotonous work, go check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. Hey, what's going on? I'm Steven. And I'm Ron. And we're the hosts of the Super Retro Throwback Reviews Audio Podcast. If you like to hear the latest pop culture news with some smart-ass commentary as well as the latest movie reviews, then check us out. Not to mention, we are a multi-award-nominated and now an award-winning podcast. So we're doing something right. God knows how that happened. So check us out on all major podcasts and distributors and check out Super Retro Throwback Reviews on all social media platforms. Do you like retro video games? 80s and 90s toys and have a love for nostalgia. Hi, I'm Russ Lyman. What's up, guys? I'm Jay, the NES addict. Welcome to the weekly Warp Pipe. Jump into the Warp Pipe with us and go back to revisit all the awesome things from our childhood. That's right. Every week we discuss something new like the hardest NES games. Or what it's like to get prizes out of cereal boxes. What our top 10 toys were. <laughs> Battle Beast. No, dude. It was Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. Cowabunga. So be sure to check out the weeklywarpipe.com for more info. And we're proud to be a part of the Dorkening Podcast Network. That's right. You can join us every Saturday at 7 a.m. for new episodes anywhere you listen to podcasts. Or catch the video version on YouTube at the Weekly Warpipe channel. That's the Weekly Warpipe every Saturday at 7 a.m. The Weekly Warpipe. And that was just a few of the podcasts on the Dorkney Podcast Network that we currently listen to on a daily basis. I know I do. Go check them out. Hit subscribe. Hit follow. Share them out to your friends. Let people know, hey, go check out the Dorkney Podcast if you listen to podcasts. That's where to go. Anyway, let's get into our news, our tech news, our pop culture news. And one of the big things that happened this week was the Oscars. Oh, yeah, that's right. So that's right. the Oscars happened this week. And everything everywhere all at once everything where what one i think it was i i'm pretty sure it was more awards than any other movie in history really which is crazy is that true i'm not sure if it's definitely i know i saw it i'm not i wasn't sure if it was true because i didn't fact check it but i saw the article mm -hmm. um so but they did like so they won obviously best uh lead actress they won uh, best male supporting role, best uh, woman supporting role, uh, best director, best editor, best sound, best set, like everything they won on. Like it was insane. Um, and obviously we talked about that uh, movie when my, when I first went and seen it, mm -hmm. when it was out in theaters uh, on this podcast. And it was, holy crap, it is an incredible movie. It is absolutely an incredible movie. Um, it is the multiverse movie that all of the multiverse movies should be judged by. Mm -hmm. Because they did it right, I can't believe Jamie Lee Curtis won yeah. an award for it. Like, it 
Yeah, but her her role. Oh no, she was good. It was good. Her role was so iconic, though. Like that's a character you talk about when you walk away from the studio. Mm-hmm. Like holy crap, her and her butt plugs. <laughs> exactly. I can't believe that this movie. Great movie, just not what I expected uh, in the awards. Yeah, no, no, and it's a fact that because it's a kung fu movie um, that even made fun of itself, which was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Because in on anybody's ever seen the cover of a kung fu movie, like you see all the characters all da- all like standing in a certain pose with all their weapons brandished. Um, and obviously that's a composite photo of all the characters doing that. They literally did that when they all went up the escalator, they all went and did a pose with their weapons. And it was like, it was, I was like, that's a cover of a kung fu movie right there, right there. They won 10, 10. Yeah. Early 10 or 11 is 10, 8, 10 here. Okay. 10. Yeah. Um, it says seven in the thing. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, they won and they were nominated for everything pretty much. Holy crap. Um, and yeah, absolutely. So I said, um, 11 nominations, 11 nominations, okay. seven awards and seven. Okay. Yeah. They've, they, it was like, everybody had an award on that show. Like absolutely incredible and well-deserved. Like it, if you didn't see everything everywhere at once, you need to go see it. Um, it is a truly deep story um, on top of being an absolutely crazy film. Holy crap. Just so much shit happening <laughs> uh, in that film. And the editing was just so on point in the pacing of the movie, everything. Um, and if you ever wonder why things aren't working for some reason, well, maybe you have hot dog fingers. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> uh, That's right. <laughs> I think that was probably one of my favorite parts when... Uh, I think it was the kids are like underneath the table and uh, then uh, they're both she's fighting like that main guy and all of a sudden like they start like slapping each other and they're like did they lose their powers? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you find out they actually just channeled the hot dog universe. <laughs> I was like dying. Oh my god. Oh. Yeah. And there's like a whole love story in the, like freaking the hot dog universe. Oh Just yeah. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, which is what the the other character, well, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis character is the same character. It's just that she was somebody else in the universe. That's all. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but holy crap. <laughs> it, was, um, it was definitely interesting. And what's his name? James Hong, I think his name is the guy who played the dad. Yeah, the husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Is he's were... incredible. He's yeah. ninety-four years old. No, he's not. Yeah. Oh, the father. Okay, not he, the. He, uh, and not, he's still not short round. No, <laughs> he's still active and like acting. Like holy crap. Yeah. He is one healthy dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I remember there's so many things I've seen him in. Yeah, he's in a lot. Yeah, he yeah. So, no, just absolutely incredible. Um. And it's funny because I think the first movie I ever saw her in uh, was uh, Crush Tire Hidden Dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah. No. But anyway, besides those that crazy news, what have you been watching? Mando. Which, Mando. Do we even have that as a topic? We do. We do? Okay, good. Mando. Um, <laughs> I watched the first episode of You and was like, nope. <laughs> Oh, Marie loves that show. Oh my god, she it just was, finished. She just finished the last season. It was just yeah, yeah. It was so uncomfortable though. Like he's 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 creeping on this girl through a 
window watching her and her He's boyfriend. Oh my god! He is a like, how is this even like allowed to be a show? Oh. He's a serial killer. What do you want? Well, I know, but I haven't got that. I literally watched the first episode, oh, and I'm like, she, oh, "This she, is one messed up dude." Well, she's read all the books too. And I get, I was, but I guess it gets even worse. But like, oh yeah, whew, oh, like yeah. just that first episode, I was like, yeah, "I don't know if I could watch this, man." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, it's a lot like Dexter, except it's a little darker. Not at, well, Dexter is pretty dark at times. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was no. just wow. Uh. I don't remember. I I know I've watched some stuff. I just can't even think about You've it. You've watched some stuff. Watch some stuff. Like I I've been watching my normal stuff, but like the rookie and oh yeah, uh, Will Trent. That's kind of that's an interesting show. It's like a just another detective cop show. Oh, but uh, he's a dyslexic, so he can't read. Okay. He reads everything all screwed up, so he records himself talking about everything, so he doesn't have to write it down. That's some severe dyslexia. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, and then this other one called Alert Missing or something where, like, this these police officers lost their, their kid was kidnapped years ago. Oh, yeah. And then they uh, he, they found him. But while they were gone, they created a, uh, a missing persons oh, yeah, thing yeah. with police. It's okay. Hmm. But, uh, oh, uh, Velocipaster. <laughs> Jesus Christ, not Velocipaster. I, me and Tony Camper watched Velocipaster. Yeah. And it was so bad. I don't know why there's such a huge following behind this movie, but I can't wait to show you what we can do because this is, we can do better than this. Oh, yeah. I'm sure we can do way better than that damn thing. That's, that's pathetic. Oh. It was, it was the, the costume, the, the di- when he turns into a past, a dinosaur, it's. <laughs> I think I've seen better <laughs> Halloween costumes. <laughs> Did you see it? No. Oh, it's 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 oh. it's bad. Oh it's, man, it, and the acting's terrible, and yeah, it's pretty bad. Oh man. Uh, I forgot to say earlier, uh, Tony Camper came by, and we played some arcade games. Mm-hmm. And you know, he's not the biggest gamer, but he was he was going nuts. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, yeah. I'm killing aliens. <laughs> he was playing uh, the aliens shooter game. There. Yeah, the shooter. Yeah, yeah, the first, yeah, the first first year. I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, I do have to say, though, the one thing, though, anybody out there, that if they're a fan of the Knives Out films, um, definitely check out Poker Face. The season finale was just happened. That show was, it was really good. The whole so I watched really good. the first three or four episodes. Yep. I stopped on the the music one. Okay. When she was in the band. It was getting too repetitive for me the show oh it's the same thing over and over again yeah but it's a different mystery though yeah but it was just, i don't know it was just there's something about it that just like the first few episodes are good and then like wait a second she just meets up with all these assholes <laughs> like uh, how yeah. does she always end up with these people that kill people well she doesn't come and she ends up working for somebody else that ends up getting killed usually yeah but like um it's like well, running from the mob. The same thing over um, and over. I'm like, I don't know if the I can second, continue watching this. The second episode is really good. Uh, there are some like kind of okay episodes. The second last episode is really good. She almost gets murdered. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the last episode, obviously. Does she lose her memory in one of the episodes? No. Oh, that's good. Is there like a Groundhog Day episode? No. Very good. Then I'll try and watch okay. it again. Um, I, I hate those every 
I, freaking show does it. I I absolutely loved the barbecue episode. Oh, that yeah. was a good one. The racist duck. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, that was good. Um, but dying uh, of that duck. What's that show? The the, the remake there. Uh, Quantum Leap. Yeah. Already did the Groundhog Day episode. Oh. I'm telling you, this is what the shows do, and I hate it. Oh. Be original. Yeah. Yeah. Be original. <laughs> Um, no, yeah, it's a great show, and the finale was really good. I was the finale went in a complete direction that I did not expect. Um, so yeah, I didn't expect it at all. I did like the other show she was in. Yeah, Re- Russian Doll was Russian really Doll good. Russian Doll was fantastic. That was yeah, that was really really good. Um, both seasons were really good in that. Mm-hmm. Um, so and I am just beyond impressed though with the Last of Us TV show. I have not seen that. Whole, that that show from this point on should be a study on how you make a video game show, a, a show based on a video game. Well, they're they're saying that season two is going to completely be a drastic change from the the source material. Are they possibly? Yeah. Hmm. So I was reading the thing with well, I was watching an interview with them, uh, and the main guy said um, that they're still waiting to be the greenlit for season two. But he said he will not start production until the greenlit for season three. Okay. The reason why is because what he wants to accomplish can't be accomplished. It's got to the... be two seasons to do. He said he's not cutting it off and leaving that cliffhanger like that. Hmm. So they're waiting to get greenlit for a third season. All right. Um, which is going to, yeah, it's cool. But, like, and I was watching the editor, like, the guy who edited it, like, holy crap, like, and he was talking about it. Like, they, he cut the scene for scene. Like, it's, it is the game. It's scene for scene. It is the game. It is, it is on point. Like exactly, uh, it's funny. I'm like reading right here. Part uh, Last of Us will adapt part two video game into more than one TV season. That's not what it said here. It said into more than. Oh no, that's what it said. Oh. I, read, I read it wrong. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you can tell like the creators are like, and they're all the creators. I guess are huge fans of the game too, um, and absolutely love the game. They don't want to divert from the game storyline at all. They want to stick straight to it. So. To tell the much larger story from the video game sequel. Yeah. There is a bigger story going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, we don't learn, which would be cool if we learned about some of the other characters that are in the game and stuff, uh, like, that we don't know about. But, like, holy crap. Like, Pedro Pascal is, like, killing it this year. Like, <laughs> holy crap. He's in everything. Yeah. Um, Except P- it, Wonder Woman 84 doesn't count. That was terrible. Oh, yeah. That was ridiculous. <laughs> I didn't even like his character in that. It was, uh, it was pretty bad. That, was just, <laughs> it was, that movie was just a bland story. Be, you know, what'd be nice is if in this season two of The Last of Us uh, or whatever, he doesn't die or he doesn't die the way he does in the video game because everybody hated that. I think he's a. You think? Okay. Yeah. But uh, as they, far as I know, they don't he's want smarter than that. That's no, I know, but they don't. I, as far as I know, they don't want to deviate from the game at all. Hmm. So, um, they're sticking strict to it. So, which is why they shot like every scene for scene, like. I, like holy crap like every like i don't know it's incredible how much it's it's just like the same like oh, just like the game um just super super impressed with that show but the other show i've been actually really really impressed with uh this final season season of a card holy crap um is like a is like a freaking it's it's a cinematic production it feels like watching a star trek movie because okay. watching a Star Trek movie feels definitely different than the TV show. It doesn't have the same pacing and stuff. And this feels like a theatrical movie every episode. Like it has that same ambience, the same pacing. It's like, holy crap. And the fact that they're bringing 
the entire cast. Like, and we've seen a little bit here and there. Uh, like last episode, uh, the last two episodes actually, we had the introduction of Worf, and uh, and Worf was in it also, uh, which was really cool. And he's become he's like he's trying to like mellow his like anger and become more zen, which is funny. Uh, so while the other character Raffi is like very like a loose cannon, how he kind of used to be, and he's kind of trying to teach her. Um, and what's funny is there's a so um, there's a character there's somebody's son uh, in the character, but he has a British accent. And it was funny because we saw it and we're like, how does he have a British accent, right? Like I'm sure all the all the fans were saying the same thing too, and then they addressed it on the episode because Picard says to him, says to obviously the character playing his mom, like how did, where does the accent come from? Oh, and there's like oh he went to school in the UK. <laughs> I was like okay, so I bet what happened is they cast him, mm-hmm. the, and they were like they probably wanted to reject him and were like he's just too perfect. He he is the character. He just has a British accent. But they had to obviously explain it some way in the show, because hmm. <laughs> nobody else had a British accent besides any of his parents. So yeah, <laughs> they're like, uh, "How do you have an accent, kid?" But yeah, they, then he got raised in the UK. So yeah, it says uh, the second season will be different to the game in the same way that the first season took the story in different directions at times. N- not really. It just told one episode told like a complete story of another character we only slightly saw in the game. Okay, um, and that was only one episode, and it, it was cool because we get to see his whole life story. Yeah, yeah, uh, which was really really neat, and it was played by what's his face that guy uh, um, from Parks and Recreations. Yeah, uh, so and it did a great job. So, uh, which was there was no way to tell that in the game because you're playing a game; you can't just go into a movie. Uh, so, which was cool yeah. to see his whole story. Yeah. So, no, and, and no, no, they didn't deviate at all. It's, it is the game. <laughs> it is the game. Have so, you ever played the game? I played the first one. Oh, okay. I played the second one. Right. Uh, anyway, so um, let's get into this first topic. So, Google announced AI features uh, in Gmail, Docs, and more to rival Microsoft. Google will soon offer ways to generate text and images using machine learning in the workspace products. Uh, so, and obviously that's like Docs, Gmail, um, the uh, anything you basically all the production stuff. Um, and one of the things it showed in the video is actually someone actually going, basically asking it, "Oh, hey, uh, keep me up to speed on the last Gmail conversation kind of thing of my team's emails." And it brought it up, and then it was like. Uh, give a summary kind of thing and it gives a summary of it and then it was like oh write a follow-up email for me and it writes a follow-up email which is pretty cool it kind of did all that for him and i was like wow if that could be useful and the follow-up email was like a summary of the other emails to another team member kind of thing like um which would be really cool and very useful for little short things like that that you don't want to sit there and comb through every little detail and then rewrite the email and everything all that you could do that by automation which would be so much faster um and it's it's going to be coming obviously to Gmail sheets, uh, slides. Um, so the feature includes new ways, obviously generate, summarize, uh, brainstorm with text, uh, AI in Google Docs, similar to how uh, OpenAI and ChatGPT works, pretty much. Um, so AI imagery audio. Uh, where is the other part? And yeah, in both Microsoft 
uh, designers uh, powered by OpenAI, uh, Dolly uh, and uh, Canva, which is powered by uh, Stable Diffusion, uh, which is Stable Diffusion is pretty incredible. And the fact that you can actually download that and run that, granted, it'll take forever. <laughs> you can make you can run you can make your own Stable Diffusion server, uh, which is pretty incredible. Uh, the announcement shows that Google uh, is eagerness to catch up to its competitor. Um, I don't think Google really needs to compete because, yes, Bing is doing some cool things right now with uh, OpenAI. Um, but obviously we know they had to dial it back a little bit because it got a little out of control. <laughs> Wanting to uh, know why it's alive and uh, everything else. And... Uh, yeah, got a little, it got a little hairy. <laughs> um, and that was really about dialing it. And I think we're going to see, obviously, Google's going to, well, Microsoft's going to ramp it back up and take back the limitations a little bit because they need it to function. Uh, they need it to do a little bit more than what it's doing. Um, it is pretty useful. It's just not as useful as it was. Well, it might have been too useful. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, you can draft replies, summarize, prioritize your Gmails, uh, brainstorm, uh, proofread, write and rewrite docs, uh, bring your creative vision to life with auto-generated images, audio and uh, video slides, uh, go from raw data to insights and analysis via audio uh, completion formula generations and contextual categorizations in sheets, which is really cool. Uh, generate new backgrounds and capture notes in Meet, uh, enable workflows for getting things done in chat. Um, Especially like with, oh my God, like that could be like super useful to actually summarize things for and absolutely it have it taken data and give you more of a summary instead of having going over all the data yourself. Be like, okay, tell me the key points here. What, what's the takeaway kind of thing? Uh, what data you got? And can you, can you summarize the raw data so I can put it into a gene, uh, another email that people will understand, mm -hmm. um, which is like super, super useful. Um, and auto-generated engine, obviously, which is, yeah, so it can auto-generate audio, too. So I guess if you have, I guess, hearing impaired, I mean, well, visually impaired, you could actually generate an audio file for your whatever employee or something like that that needs the audio version or a summarized audio version of the data. Uh, it, yeah. I don't know. I think that's really, really cool. I think it's going to be super, super useful in the future to get things done mm. um, a lot less wasted time of uh, going over hopefully uh, companies will stop having uh, conference calls that could have been an email hell they already started doing something with the uh, the actual phone app I don't oh. know, it's, do I have the, yeah gmail yeah it said uh, you haven't opened this email in a while do you want to unsubscribe oh yeah, yeah I've yeah, never yeah. had that before yeah. yeah, unscribe from these guys. Well, no, that's a normal thing. Like I do, like yeah, I. Uh, it'll stop. It'll if you actually if you uh, on the notifications I noticed too with Gmail. Um, if you stop, um, if you don't click on the notifications for a certain Gmail, um, it'll stop showing you it. It'll just stop showing it. It'll oh be, yeah, yeah. That, if you well, don't, when if, that happens, it used to go just in the junk mail. Well, no, it just won't show the notification anymore. I noticed Gmail will stop doing that. It'll only show you notifications on the ones you click on. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. So it shows that it's actually learning, like, what you want to see um, and what you don't want to see mm -hmm. kind of thing, uh, which I have mine prioritized anyway because I have different folders and I have things set to go to different folders anyway. Uh, only certain ones get prioritized. 
Uh, like anything to deal with money, I have go in a money folder. Wow. So anything to do with banks, credit cards, that goes into it, as soon as the email gets sent to me, it just gets pushed into that folder and no notification. It's just so there's a record there somewhere. Um, so, I mean, that's just it's useful. But this is this is going to get really really cool because you can give like like just for money, you can be like, hey, uh, go into my money folder and give me a breakdown of my all my transactions in the last year. Mm, wow. And it could probably bring up a graph for you. Oh, hey, here's your transactions. Boom. Here's all the stuff you did. So I think this is, yeah, I think it's going to be cool. And it's going to be super helpful in the future, especially for small businesses just starting up. It's going to be help them prioritize other things besides just going over data because you'll have an AI to do that for you. Mm -hmm. um, so granted, like obviously it is costing some people's jobs. Um, Meta just uh, fired ten thousand more people. Five thousand. Well, five thousand. No, I saw ten thousand. Really? Oh, I've literally read five thousand this oh. morning. Yeah. Oh boy. It was yeah, it was ten thousand. I'm pretty sure. Uh, ten thousand uh, people. The fact that they have that many people working for the, for just Meta. Well, we don't know how many small roles they were doing. They could have been really stupid, mm -hmm. tiny roles. Donut maker. You know, donut deliverer. Oh, who knows? What well, they, they, what was it? Meta. It was Meta. No, no, no. There was another company that, that just fired a whole bunch of people. They were just people that gave massages. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. That's all they did? Yeah, that was their job. They were masseuses for, like, let's just say t TikTok or something. Oh, <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but it was, like, ridiculous. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm trying to find it. might that. have been Google. Yeah. Uh, here is the article so facebook parent company meta to lay off ten thousand employees in second round of job cuts Jeez, yeah I mean, maybe i maybe and, did last and week. that's after eleven thousand people they already did a thousand so that's twenty one thousand people are gone well just laid off they could come back who knows we'll see oh, oh meta is laying off ten thousand people and cutting five thousand open roles hmm. that's what it was yeah So, Flipper. Flipper, Flipper. Anyway, uh, Brazil seizing Flipper zero shipments to prevent use in crime. Okay, but they have to know what they're doing first. Real quick. Google has let go of 31 massage therapists after senior leadership cut its global staff by 12,000 employees. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I did. You, you can't get a massage on your break anymore. <laughs> Sorry. Jeez. Or they only have like five masseuses now. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Uh, so, Brazilian National uh, Telecommunications Agency is seizing incoming Flipper Zero purchases due to its alleged use in criminal activity with the purchases starting that the government agency has rejected all attempts to uh, clarify the equipment. Okay. Well, to certify the equipment. Uh, Flipper Zero is a portable multiple function cybersecurity tool that allows, obviously, pen testers, um, hacking enthusiasts to tinker with wide range of hardware and support for RFID and, uh, emulation, digital access key cloning. Uh, radio communications, NFCs, uh, infrared, Bluetooth, and more. Um, yes, it can do a lot of things um, at a very minimal level, though. So, it, so a lot of people don't understand this thing mm -hmm. because they don't know about it. Um, it can do a lot of things, but at a very, very, very minimal level. Mm -hmm. It's not made to be the pen testing tool. It's made to be the pen testing tool you have in your pocket because that's all you have in your pocket on like a whim. Mm -hmm. Like a real pen tester, cybersecurity person is going to have their laptop running. You know, I mean, probably some version of Linux to do real pen testing with them. 
at all times. And they're going to have a lot more, like, obviously, better equipped tools that I bet you can get in Brazil way easier than the Flipper and that are around that can actually do the same job a lot more efficient. Yeah. Um, but the problem is they're believing, like, a lot of the hype around it um, that, oh, we can do this, we can do that. It can do that, but not to a certain degree. Um like technically if you had the know-how if you really knew what you're doing um and there's other ways to do this not this is not the only tool that can do this um the flipper could mess with like street signals oh but there's other powerful tools you can just go buy right on amazon right now that can do the same thing mm -hmm. um but yes you can do that but this this is the problem though uh if you go ahead and do that that is a federal oh. crime oh yeah you will go to jail yeah there will be no pass go. There will be no collect $200. <laughs> well, that's like the uh, back in the day, the way they, I don't know if they still do, but uh, there's things you could buy for your car that would, it's like a strobe light. Yeah. That would strobe the lights to make them change. Yes. Because of the old way they used to work. Yeah. Which is the fact that they even like sold them. Like, I don't know if you needed like, uh, well, they to show them information to get those parts. Because, like, there's, there's books, like, magazines, like, yeah. and, and you could, like, oh, I could get these light bars for my car. Oh, I could buy these. Yeah, the mail order stuff. Yeah, military boots. I mean, it, like, all the stuff, like, all the uniform stuff you could buy from this catalog. Because, like, my, uh, somebody I knew used to be, a, like, a volunteer fireman, and he got mm -hmm. light bar for his car. Mm -hmm. And uh, he got it from that, that, that catalog. Yeah. He was he, he could get it at least in Connecticut when he he, he got pulled over driving into Rhode Island with it he didn't oh. have it on he didn't have the light on like it oh, was just off there. he was just on his car and they're like nope you can't have that oh. he's like oh I'm a volunteer firefighter I'm not here you are <laughs> so he had to take it off his car to continue driving oh well anyway yeah um yeah <laughs> out of jurisdiction out of jurisdiction I guess I mean yeah but yeah these things it's very minimal you have to really know what you're doing you have to know the exact signals um. And this thing doesn't have a crazy range either. Like, um, like I would say at minimal, the fun thing you could do probably that'd be super easy to do is just to mess with someone's TV because you could just copy the signals and that'd be easy. Um, and you could change that. But yeah, you're going to, if you're close enough to change a street signal, someone's going to see you and you will get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on. I got to climb up the pole. Hold on. <laughs> just try to cross the street. <laughs> yeah, that no. Um, but it is super useful. Um, and we might be doing a video possibly on it. Um, if I can get a hold of one or a friend of ours already got a hold of one. Mm -hmm. Um, so either way, uh, we might actually end up doing a video on it, but I think it's kind of silly. And the, so there was an article when they stopped shipping to the U S and they weren't stopped shipping. They're still shipping to the U S. Um, so the actual people came out and said, no, no, no. The U S didn't tell us we couldn't ship to them. That didn't happen. What we happened was they had such a back order from the U.S. because so many people ordered it in the U.S. They actually had to shut off the ability to order to the from the U.S. because they had to fulfill all the other orders first. They couldn't just keep on taking orders. Yeah. Because uh, they have to manufacture a whole bunch of new ones. Makes sense. Um, and plus fulfilling orders from other countries. Um, so, yeah, they said they will get turned back on as soon as they catch up. And when they do catch up, I'm going to definitely order one because I want to mess around and just have fun. Uh, with this thing um, just to see what can do some neat stuff um, yeah and like I said if you're like this is just a great pen testing tool to have in your pocket um, if you're if you're into cybersecurity and it's just a great tool if you 
do that on a daily basis um, and you're on a call and you don't have the rest of your equipment, this is perfect. This is what you have in your pocket and this can help you out. This can probably figure out the problem on I just, a small I just, level. I just love the logo. It's, Flipper. It's a little dolphin. Flipper. <laughs> well, he's like a, what the heck? He's a, what do they call the Neopets or whatever? Neopets? Neopets. What are they? The freaking Tamagotchi. Oh. That's what he is. Oh, really? I guess the more stuff you do with it, the better he... Oh, like, oh, yeah. oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, the more, Jeez. like, things So you they do. make it a game. Yes. They make a game out of the thing that can possibly do illegal things. That's funny. Yeah. Well, this like, you can do illegal things with anything. I could go yeah. grab a butcher knife and go stab my neighbor. <laughs> That's illegal, too. No, this, the, 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 the knife <laughs> got up and walked over there and yeah. did it himself. Like, you can do illegal <laughs> things with a lot of things. Your computer is capable with, of a lot of illegal things, yeah. okay? And those aren't being seized. It's just an overreaction to the gut from the Brazilian government, mm-hmm. uh, not completely understanding actually how this thing works. They just saw some things like, oh, they can do this. And that. Yeah, well, guess what? There's things already out on your streets that can do that. Maybe go after those. Well, a lot of cell phones have the uh, the NFC built in. Yes. So well, I'm sure they could put something like that on a phone. You, okay, you can, but you can't dial it to the way the flipper does. Yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it doesn't have those chips to do that. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so. <laughs> All right. Let's get to. Where is the next one? Oh, yeah. So, Sony. So, Sony wants to help low vision users enjoy phot- photography by shining lasers in their eyes. I know. That sounds counterintuitive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, a new viewfinder housing for the QD laser. Uh, for the DSC HX99 point-and-shoot camera uses retinal lasers to help people see clearly through it. Uh, and Sony is helping... Uh, what do you Foot the bill, pretty much, I guess. Uh, giant freaking laser beams get all the buzz and sci-fi love. But it's our little laser bros <laughs> that are putting it to work. Uh, taking measurements... Uh, entertain, oh, what do you call it? Entertaining our cats. Uh, now, in the case of Sony's camera, helping people with vision problems. So what they're actually doing here, because the reason why people's visions go bad is mostly be from the lenses in your eyes. So bend the light wrong, pretty much, because they start, obviously you age and things happen and your vision goes. Uh, it's mostly the lenses in your eyes because if you actually take your hand, if you can't see at a distance, you can't read text, if you take your finger and make a really tiny small hole and put it up to your eye, all of a sudden you can read that text because now you've actually directed that light um, you've given that light a, a smaller point to come through. And, <laughs> yeah, sure. And now you can actually read the text. Make, oh, 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 um, I'm making it smaller. Because the light isn't getting scattered as much. It, it kind of works. And obviously you can understand that from a camera point of view. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Focusing on a camera. But like even, yeah, cause the, ap- the aperture. Yes. Your eye. Um, like I'm looking at You're the You're closing the, the aperture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the screen right now. I can't see shit. Yeah. But like, eh. You can kind of see it. The... Retina receiver? Yeah. Or Neweaver? I don't even know what this is. Yeah, Neo Viewer. Yeah. Neo Viewer. So Neo Viewer. Yeah. Has a plate and mount system. M- mount system designed specifically for the camera. Yeah. Wow. They, they, I, okay. <laughs> so it because, works. <laughs> yeah, because the light's not getting bent mm-hmm. uh, too much. So, and by shining, by making the picture to shine directly onto your retina. Now you're just, it's almost like literally taking the picture and putting it right up against your eye. So there's no light bend. It's just, boom, you're taking it right in. Well, this is, this is, reminds me of, um, so 
with like Oculus. Yes. Okay. They got their lenses and like you're playing your games. Why don't they make a focus option on these? On VR? Yeah. Usually there is. Some of them do, don't they? I know. <laughs> yeah, some you can push the uh, lenses back and forward. Oh, yeah. Well, you, you can move them left and right for pupillary. Yeah. But you can't, like, bring them back and forth. I thought there was one that did. Maybe. I don't know. But I don't see, like, there should be a way to make it sharper or softer. Mm. I don't see why that, because it'd be nice. Like, I can I can see it without my glasses. It's not as bad, like, in real life. Mm-hmm. Like, I can see it pretty good. Well, I can see better in the Oculus than in, I do in real life. I can say that. Well, there is experimental. Well, not they're not. Well, they're slowly coming up more and more popular because they have figured out, and obviously Sony's using the same technology. They have figured out a way to use lasers without burning people's retinas. Because uh, well, that was yeah. the fear at first when they were first doing VR because a lot of companies were doing that, just using uh, lasers, pushing them right on real retinas. But the problem is people were actually getting retina burn. Is um, that like, uh, what is it? Um, the Nintendo? With their red, was that lasers? No, no, no. I haven't seen a a, um, a VR with lasers. So no, there's a few out around there <clears throat> in development still. Uh, I don't think any's gone to full production, but there's a few now that are being shipped to people to test that do do that. And there's not, there's no, there's no harm anymore. They have to sign a, a medical form before they <laughs> try them on. Um, you may go blind. You may go blind. So they really, so those VR like obviously you'll see that really clear because I'll be right pushed right under your retinas. Yeah, uh, and that'll be actually more immersive too. So, who knows? Um, it's a interesting contraption, though. Yeah. No, and it's cool that it gives people, obviously, with bad vision to actually be able to take photos. Granted, like, I don't know how you look through a viewfinder. Well, maybe some people do. Oh, well, photographers do. Photographers do. They always they look for, through viewfinders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, but videography, I don't usually. No, you don't really, yeah. And obviously, the extra kicker here is while the DS uh, DSC HX99 camera normally sells for four seventy uh, four seventy four, uh, this one will be five ninety nine. That's not bad. Yeah, a hundred dollars, a little over a hundred dollars more. That's really not that bad for that tech. That tech. I'm no. kind of, I'm surprised. I was expecting like nine hundred or something like that. Yeah, wow. it's just it's just an extra add on to the camera, pretty much. But yeah, it's being built onto the camera, but still, it's still there. Yeah. See the problem with some like viewfinders now, like on newer cameras, it's literally it's it's a digital screen now. Yes. It's not like the viewfinders like on the older DSLR. Yeah. So looking through that little screen is the same thing as looking on the big screen. The, the screen on the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I think it's some cool tech that's coming out. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay, so let's go anyway. So Apple, so Apple's next custom hardware trick might be its own micro LED screens, uh, making the switch could pull Apple away from all its current uh, reliance on OLED displays made by Samsung, LG and others. That's if they don't get in trouble for the, the USB thing first, because <laughs> what, what they're doing might be illegal. Oh, by downgrading it? Well, it's not, not downgrading it. They're basically making it so... If, it's basically you have to have like with uh when the lightning chips came out yeah it was really hard for them to make uh aftermarket ones because there's a chip in it yes that will make it only makes it work yeah. so basically they're making their USB-C cables proprietary or else you won't charge fast yeah. or you can't send data through it yeah and the idea behind the bill was to have less e-waste 
Correct. So, yeah, it would be illegal. Yeah, it would violate the terms. Yeah. So what they're doing is, no, you can't you shouldn't so be doing that. The, we'll see what happens because I guarantee you those, I don't know if those phones are in production yet. Oh, yeah, they are. They already have uh, mock phones. Oh, okay. For, because, for cases. Because if it, if it actually deems legal, that would mean, well, in the UK anyway, they'd have to pull them off the shelf. Yeah. So maybe they'll make special ones for UK and then we could just buy their chargers. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Something, I don't know. Or something, yeah. Um, but no, but like they wouldn't, they wouldn't stop. They wouldn't make different ones other way. So I, I really hope they get called out because mm. and get have to pull those phones off the shelf and go, oh, okay, we'll, we'll put real USB-Cs on there. Yeah, that actually, it's not hard. Yeah. All they have to do is put Thunderbolt in them. Yeah. They have the standard. It's it yeah. still exists. I mean, I don't get it. <laughs> um, but yeah, they want to be making their own screens now. Um, so and so obviously they've started making their own chips uh, recently. Obviously the M ones. Um, and obviously, the more manufacturing and stuff you can do yourself, the cheaper you can make your device. They won't make the devices cheaper. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> Usually, that's how things go. If if they come out with an iPhone with an M chip in it, it might persuade me. <laughs> I Well, that probably eventually is the game plan. Because this laptop. Considering like the iPads have all switched over now. This is amazing. Yeah. With the M1 Pro chip. Um, it's unbelievable. Yeah. So if you put that in a phone, yeah. you shoot laser beams out of it for a second. Like, it's insane. Like, yeah, and it's like, unreal. And look, all the iPads have switched over already. I wouldn't be surprised if we see the next. If, if, I don't know what's. I don't know. The iPhone 15 hasn't been really talked about yet a yeah, lot. No. But I wouldn't be surprised if it has an M chip in it. Because they're all about their what, A15 chip or something like that yeah. now. Yeah. So I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. But yeah. So currently, Apple uses a display design produced uh, by a variety of vendors, uh, OLED panels um, for the iPhone 14 are probably made by Samsung, LG, and BOE. Uh, according to uh, German, Apple will likely still have other companies produce its displays, but they will be doing some they'll be using Apple's design specifications rather than another firm's. Um, so, yeah, and I would bet like maybe like their top end like phones are going to have like their screens. Yeah. Well, they've done, they've and done then the other ones like this. Like I know like their top screens right now are made by Samsung. Mm-hmm. The best ones are made they by had Samsung. their like iPhone maxes. And then they came out with like the iPhone SEs, which had like the older screens on it. Yeah. Yeah. Those were made by LG. Uh, so, Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. And there's obviously the max, the max pro and uh, LG's not even making phones anymore. Right? Nope. Yeah. Good, because they suck at it. <laughs> uh, uh, it's a similar move to the company using its own chip design uh, in laptops and desktops, ditching Intel uh, and reaping the massive performance and battery life benefits. And obviously cost, because it's cheaper, but they still haven't made their products cheaper, so they're getting a whole lot of profit now. <laughs> well, they, they, they're getting that profit to make up for their, uh, their, their research on making them themselves. Okay, that's only the first year. <laughs> that's all. That's true. Yes, for research and development, the first year. But after that, it's it's gravy. Not if they continuously put out new. They're already talking about the M3. I'm on the M1 Pro, which is fine, yeah. but it's just that's, aggravating. Which is like that's what I have my eyes on right now is like the M.2 uh, iPad, which I'm debating mm. getting. I'm I'm not. I'm probably not going to get it because I want a drone more. I want to build. I want to put together a very high quality FPV drone. 
that he'll end up crashing. <laughs> well, the idea is behind. Well, it's great about FV drones. Like when you crash it, all those parts you source individually. So if something yeah, breaks, it's easy to it's replace. It's not like a DJI where the whole thing shatters into a million pieces, and you're like, shit. Yeah. And I'm also going to be buying a 3D printer. So Mandalorian season three, episode two, we got to see. Obviously, we got to see Grogu actually use his Jedi abilities a little more, which was really cool, and make his way out of the obviously caves of Mandalore underneath the stadium mm. um, to save Din and actually head back to Bo-Katan and tell her about it. We got to see Bo-Katan actually wield the dark saber. And like I was saying, like Bo-Katan was actually able to wield the dark saber. And a lot of people don't realize this, why it seems heavy to Den because Den is still, he still doesn't know his own purpose in life. He doesn't okay. know where he's, he knows he wants to be a Mandalorian, which is why he's going back to the living waters to redeem himself. Um, because he does believe in that. He wants that. Uh, that's the one thing he does, but he's very scattered on the other things because he kind of feels like he, he's being pushed to be destined to rule over Mandalore. Mm -hmm. um, but with that scatteredness in his head, he can't wield that saber that well, which is why Bo-Katan was able to whip it around like it was a feather because she's very determined, very straightforward. Like, I am the true rule of Mandalore. I'm the one who's supposed to be here. Um, kind of thing and she was able to do it but the thing is like she is by blood the leader of Mandalore the problem is like the death cult that um, uh, we call Din is part of uh, Death Watch um, is pretty much they don't recognize her as the leader because she didn't win it in combat because that's technically supposed to be the rules. You're supposed to to pass on the dark saber and become the ruler. You have to win it in combat from the previous person. Then he refused to fight her. No, well, no, no, no. Well, there's that too, but that, neither of them weren't either. Because this goes back to um, basically Sabine Wren is the one who found the saber after um, Obi-Wan uh, defeated the person who did have it. Mm -hmm. And it was just then she found it and just gave it to Bo-Katan. Okay. Um, because Bo she felt Bo-Katan was the rightful owner of it because she's the bloodline and next and heir to rule over Mandalore. So, but the problem is the the group that, obviously, that Den is part of doesn't recognize that authority. They, need, they believe it needs to be one in combat to prove you are our next leader. Mm -hmm. And if someone that doesn't, if they get a hold of the Darksaber, not in that way, it'll put a curse upon Mandalore. So they blame Bo-Katan for the Empire completely destroying the planet. Why? Because they think by her accepting that saber without winning it in combat is what caused the curse to come down in Mandalore. So she's already used it before. Yeah. Now, how did she lose it? By uh, when they when they came when the when they came to bomb the planet. Uh, Moff Gideon took it from her. Oh, okay. So she knows him. Yeah. He's in like prison now or something? Yeah, he's, yeah. He was taken, obviously, by. We'll see. Yeah, so we'll see if he comes back. But anyway, um, so yeah, so they don't recognize the legitimacy of her rulership. Okay. So, and this is obviously where we're going to lead into with the living waters. We found, obviously, <laughs> the giant creature that obviously the first the ultimate well was originally called the ultimate mandalore uh mandalore the ultimate i think his name was yeah that's it and mandalore the ultimate and his name now is what mandalore the great yeah they called him now because they changed it because in mandalore the legends they called him mandalore ultimate mandalore the ultimate and this he's mandalore the great 
What are you talking about? That thing underwater? No, no. The guy who tamed that beast originally. He was the first ruler oh, of Mandalore. Oh, okay. Which was her father. No, no. Oh. This is 10,000 oh, oh, years, years ago. 10,000 years, okay. years ago. All right. Um, so, he's yeah, he's Mandalore the Great. He actually wielded that. He actually tamed that beast and rolled it to victory. And that's what united all of Mandalore under one banner. And we're going to lead into, so it's either going to be Bo-Katan's going to get a hold of that beast and tame it. Uh, Denez, or I personally think, I think it's going to be one of them too, but I think the real person that's actually going to do it is Grogu. Mm-hmm. Do you want to know why? Do you know why? It was already hinted at in the last season. No. I tried. <laughs> uh, Grogu has already shown he has beast control like Anakin did. Oh, with that, that, that. The rhino thing. The rhino thing? The rhino thing, though. The, 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 the yeah. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. took control oh, of it. Oh, he because uh, what's his name wrote it, right? Yeah. Um, Didn't do. And that was because he was able to take control of it. Um, and that show, yeah, I mean, that right there obviously shows that he has the same ability that Anakin has. And I think he's going to take control of this beast. Grogu's going to win. It's big. Yeah. Um, and that's going to lead, obviously, because I personally think years, like hundreds of years from now, I think Grogu is going to be the leader of Mandalore. And he's going to re, and he's going to bring about the next coming of the first, because the first one of the first leaders after Mandalore the Great that united Mandalore was Tarvizla, who was a Jedi Mandalore, and who he's the one who made the dark saber. So I think years and years now, I think he will be when Dan has passed away and everything. I think Grogu will be the next leader, when, when, great when, leader of Mandalore. When I saw freaking the thing underwater, I was like. That's their logo. Well, yeah, that's the one that's recognizes the beast. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, that's their logo. It's big. <laughs> that's the thing they have on their wall. Oh yeah, no, that thing is okay. So, to put it in perspective, that thing is the it's as tall as a skyscraper and bigger than a football stadium. Oh yeah, it was big. He he is big, which is why the, when Mandalore the Great tamed it and rode it to victory, everybody didn't mess with him. They were like, okay, you're the leader. Yeah, I was gonna say. I he, give up. He didn't ride to victory. He just took victory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, which is why it's called Living Waters, because obviously that's where. Well, this thing I lives. found out the thing's called a Mythosaurus. Mythosaur. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, wow, that's a that's a real tough one to figure. Uh, some of the names just don't make sense. Well, George Lucas wasn't that great on naming something. Yeah, apparently not. <laughs> well, neither was Grogu either, but Mythosaurus. But well. Wow. <laughs> the mythosaur. <laughs> but yeah. But the funny thing is, when you look up like images of the mythosaur, is they, they don't make them that big. Well, no, the the mythosaur, the mythosaurs are pretty big. But there's different size, but they're giant. They're huge. But it's a myth. <laughs> they don't really exist, right? Oh, my God. That's a myth, right? Uh, well, they didn't know. Obviously, nobody knew because they went never went down there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I loved the one thing I loved about the episode was Bo Katan's back and forth, and she was like, "What you think? I didn't don't know the the right. I, I recited it like every member of the royal family. It's a big parade. Yeah, I recited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, everybody did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> because it's a big contrast. Because you think, oh, this is devotion. This is this is how it's being. She's like, it's 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 just it's just a gate. It's just a just a saying. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, like well, like she she doesn't wear a mask anymore. Well, none of them do. That's only the death. Only the ones that went off to that the moon of Mandalore um, do that whole thing. The death the death cult he's part of. Uh, the Did they that, do that before? Um, 
before the so, whole thing happened? Did they wear just wear the mask? This is where it's weird because they do and they didn't. So um, the last person to have the uh, the what do you call it? The mask. I mean the the blade before Bo-Katan. Well, before um, what's his face? Before um, didn't. Uh, no. Oh, before I can't. I'm like drawing a blank here. Moff. No. No. <laughs> I don't know then. Um. Before Darth Maul's brother, I can't remember his name right now. Anyway, okay. before his brother had it, um, another guy had it, which Maul's brother defeated to get it in that place. But he didn't wear a helmet. But he was part of the same group that Din was part of. Mm-hmm. All right, and then that's a whole other. So it's 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 really convoluted, of. Like who believes what, and it just reminds you of like, like, like it's just like all these people are just using different means in this tradition to say that they're the rightful leader when it's going to take somebody riding the mythosaur to prove they are the leader, <laughs> and that's what's going to come down to. But we'll see you in the next episode of The Mandalorian, Ooh, uh, season three. So, and I'm sure we're going to see more. Grogu abilities. And hopefully, I think they're hinting he's going to start talking soon. So that's going to be really cool. He said his first word. I don't know what it was, but. If you look at the subtitles, it just says babble. Really? It yeah. does? Okay. Babble. Right. He's babbling. Babble. <laughs> well, no, it says he's babbling. I know, I know. Babbling. So anyway, be sure to check us out. We'll be back in two weeks for the next episode of Talking Gaming in Tech. Sorry for the technical closure close tonight. But we'll be back and talking more tech, more gaming, more pop culture, more all that fun stuff. And be sure to head over to our YouTube.com slash Tech Prime Media and hit subscribe. And also, when you're done listening to this, go head over to the Darkening Podcast Network. Go check out another great podcast. There's tons over there, whatever you're into, and give it a listen. But until next week. For the latest and greatest in gaming and tech, Tech Prime Media. Oh, and by the way, if anybody's still here, we're going to the GamerCon this weekend. Uh, March 18th on Saturday. We're going to stop by and check it out. We'll see you next time. I think as soon as you get home, make sure you get all the... Yeah, I know. (laughs)